I was uh, I was literally just listening to that Peter Cat Recording Company album. What you think? It's it's different. It's interesting. Like, I think I gotta be in a certain mood for it. I don't dislike it, but I wasn't like, holy shit, I gotta listen to it. But I can see why it's something that you listen to at work, though, for sure. Yeah, it's more of an easy listening kind of background sound, get some work done type of project. And I think that's kind of what we want to talk about mostly today, just because I know I'm working from home. I think you're working from home. I think a lot of people are working from home and um, it can be kind of tough. Uh, We're not used to it. I know I'm certainly not. It's a whole different thing, a whole different routine that you got to get into. And um, for me, I know having music on helps me do just about everything, work included, if it's the right, you know, the right stuff. So that's what uh, we're here to do today, kind of guide everybody to some productivity boosting music. No doubt. Um, What have you... uh... What have you been doing with your, I know this is kind of off topic. What have you been doing with your quarantine other than working? Uh, I've been working. I've been catching up on some um, TV shows. I've been watching, you know, because there's just so much coming out now. I know. It's nice, though. Like, they're giving us shit to watch. Yeah, but I, I just mean, like, just nowadays in general, like there's so much stuff that was stockpiled that I had wanted to watch. I'm kind of going through some of that. Yeah. I feel that. I feel that for sure. I, like I'll star stuff that I watch. I try to get Brooke to watch it too. Um, she's not a big like TV show. She really doesn't watch a whole lot of TV, but I'm there's there's some that I'm just like, listen, you you got to sit down and, and watch <laughs> bullshit. Does she watch movies or what? Uh, she'll watch movies like if if I turn them on. Like she'll never go out of her way to. She'll watch TV if it's on. Like if somebody in her house is watching it, but very rarely does the TV get turned on by her doing. So like we'll sit and watch. Like if she's here, we'll sit and watch stuff here. Or like if we go back to Brookville or something like that. <clears throat> We'll watch movies and TV shows and stuff like that, especially now because there's not shit else to do. But like, I mean, I just realized that your girlfriend's name is Brooke and you're from Brookville, Ohio. Is that a coincidence? I mean, no, I planned it. (laughs) I've been waiting 26 years, 25 years of my life for that sole reason only. I just realized that. (laughs) Um. What have you been watching? Um, well, first thing that came to mind, my roommate Nick has never seen Goodfellas, so I had to. Oh Jesus! Yeah, I had to introduce him to that. Uh, we also watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood the other night. Another banger. Yeah, so it's just a couple of those loose ends, you know, the things that slip through the cracks. <clears throat> yep. Yep. Because, like I, I said, there's just so much out now; it's hard to really catch everything. Yep. I was running back. Uh, so I bought the, I bought the uncut 
or like the director's cut unedited version of let me see what it's actually called uncorked edition unrated version of wedding crashers like it's an extra like 32 minutes long wow so i bought that because that's like my favorite comedy ever yeah I'm, I'm right there with you i think i think i have the uncorked edition it's so quotable it's so fucking funny dude yeah and Start then i finish for sure i was running oh. through entourage too yeah i've had a a couple of those episodes on as well. That's, I mean, that's just so easy to throw on and kind of go about your business. No doubt. No doubt. Um, Speaking of, yeah, what have you been listening to as you're working from home? So, how, like, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts because it gives me a chance to catch up. But um, I made this, like, easy listening playlist that you can kind of throw on, but it's more upbeat. Because <clears throat> like like we said, a, a friend of mine uh, that I went to high school with that listens to the podcast um, called me. He was like, hey, I think this would be a good idea. His name's TJ, Tyler Johnson. So shout out to him. He called me and was like, hey, I think it would be a good idea whether you're working from home or you know, you're without a job right now. Um, it causes – you know, a lot of anxiety. I think it'd be a good idea to do like an easy listening episode. So I put together a playlist, nothing too crazy. It's about two hours long. Um, I'm kind of the opposite of you. I don't want to overload because um, then it's like, I want it to be a easy listening playlist. And like, I could spend a shit ton of time and, and make it five hours long, but I'd have to go through my entire library. And yeah. I just kind of went through related artists and um, like one theme and one vibe. Um, so I have, that's the reason I have, you know, 25, 26, 27 different playlists is because they're all between like 30 and 50 songs but I can just switch the vibe up. So um, <clears throat> I can jump into it if you want me to, like actual songs that I was listening to. Yeah, let's do it. I mean, you said you made a playlist. I have a playlist ready to roll. Let's talk about it. Yeah, for sure. Um, so this actually came from – I, I pulled a lot of these from other playlists that I had too, um, at least the the top half of it. So, um, I started off with a couple Oasis songs. I don't remember how I got down this rabbit hole a couple weeks ago, but I was watching a, uh, live performance of Oasis and I forgot how good they are and just how, how much of a, I don't know. I hate the word like, or I hate the describing word like good vibe. But it's just a, it just puts you in such a good, calm headspace. And yeah, so, I could see that. And so I had a couple songs from there Champagne Supernova and, um, fuck, I just lost the other one. I can't remember off the top of my head. But, anyways, um, then I got into uh, Elton John, Benny and the Jets Live. Which I don't know. I don't know if it's the piano that gets me, but that's a 
that's always a great song, whether you're in a bar, whether you're at a party, whether you're at a cookout, whether you're chilling at work, listening. Um, Elton John's always a great go-to. Where do you – let's sidebar. Where do you stand on recorded live music? Um, I am so glad you asked me that because I was going to work this in at some point today. Uh I just bought a new vinyl today that I've been looking for for probably a year and a half. And they're anywhere between like 75 and I saw one today for like 350 bucks. And finally I found one and it is John Mayer's uh, Where the Light Is tour live in LA. And that is my favorite live album of all time. One, because it brings together... Like, I love John Mayer's entire discography, but at the time, I want to say it was like 2008 when that came out, or that tour was from like 2008 or somewhere right around there. So at that point, he was on fire. So all of those songs were, you know, he had uh, like back-to-back-to-back albums that were all, you know, he had three or four slappers on it. And that's basically all the entire live album is is literally just it's like a greatest hits album except it's a live version and i think there people who are it you can just tell from a live album whether or not somebody's a good performer or not so if it's a good performer then i think live albums are sick what do you what say you see i love live albums i don't like when a band or an artist will throw on an album one song that was recorded live at some point i don't like that uh like singles in live versions i don't like but Mm -hmm. i do love um just kind of getting a feel for the crowd and how they play into an album the best example obviously is johnny cash at Folsom prison oh yeah got that really yeah i mean and you could hear how the guys interact with the music and how Johnny kind of you know plays up to them. Obviously, the whole track list that he went through that day was kind of catered to them and what they would want to hear. Uh, but you know that contributing part to an album, I think, is awesome. But I think your mic cut out there, Mitch. All right. As I was saying before, we got stricken with technical difficulties. Um, You can hear the way the crowd interacts with Cash on that album, and I think that's really cool. Mm -hmm. Uh, But when you only have one song on an album that's live, I don't know. I just think that's that's kind of weird. So that's my stance on it. Um, But again, you were saying you had Betty and the Jets on your easy thing. Yep. Now, why wouldn't John Mayer, couldn't he be all over your easy listening playlist as well? He could. Um, I don't know. That, to me, that's right up his alley. Yeah, I never really thought of it that way. Uh, it definitely is. Um, I just never, honestly, I, I hit shuffle and just kind of went from there. But That's kind of <clears> what I did as well. But... I, uh, speaking of live albums, like another one of my favorites is 
I like the fact that I like listening to people who I never got the chance to see or they're past their prime. Like Elton John still tours and I hear he's incredible, but he's not Elton John from the late seventies and early eighties. Right. And you know, everyone was the same, you know, everyone was, was 18 to 28 going crazy in the front row. Um, I'm not, and this may shock a lot of people, but I'm not like a huge Beatles fan. One, because they have so much stuff. I don't even know where to start. Um, I don't, start the like, yeah, <clears throat> I mean, I don't <laughs> start at the I beginning and work your way forward. That's, I don't like, I don't, like, I, don't do it. I don't dislike the Beatles. Um, it's just, I never go and like look for their shit. Like I never, I'm like, Oh, I want to go listen to the Beatles. But all of their live stuff, I think, is incredible. The Eagles are one of my favorite bands of all time. All of their live stuff, that's a huge one where I'm like, I can I can put myself in the crowd at those concerts and I can hear like, how the crowd is interacting like you were talking about. Um, and I think that shit is so cool. They have a real, and I know you like the Eagles too, uh, kind of. They have a really sick documentary. Um, I don't know if it's still on Netflix, but that's- We watched it. Oh yeah, that's right. We watched it at Drew's house. Yeah, we watched it with Drew. That's it is right. a very good documentary. Not yeah. sure if it's still on Netflix, but yeah, yeah I've seen that uh, probably three or four times through. Uh, but moving forward, <clears throat> I had back to easy listening. Yeah, back to easy listening. I had our uh, our guys Moon Taxi. I had a couple songs from the Daybreaker album, which is the album that we saw. Uh, song called ready to go in rooftops which those are perfect the, honestly just about any moon taxi song is is easy listening just with their lead singer's voice is incredible um going back to our conversation from last week about section 80 i had rigor mortis blow my high and adhd on there um a couple anderson pack and jt songs i won't Spend too much time talking about Justin Timberlake because I do every single fucking show. Yeah. Um, one of the greatest country songs of all time. It's a great day to be alive by Travis Tritt. If that does, if that song does not put you in a good mood, I don't think anything will. I think you're just (laughs) even if you don't like country. Uh. Okay. I mean, I, I don't think I've ever heard it. So, I'll Yes, you have. Have I, though? Yes, because I'm about to play it right now. Okay. You don't know this? Yeah. Okay. That's what I That's thought. Fair. Yeah. Um, some Tyler Childers, All Yorn, which was my favorite song off his last album. Um, you and I are, are big Tyler Childers fans. Um, there's this band called TV Girl that I really like. Um, they're they're kind of funky. There's there's two songs that I really liked called Pretty Boy and King of Echo Park. Um, some stuff off that last Pine Grove album. My favorite song off of there was called The Alarmist, which I had that on there. A um, couple songs from Mac's latest project, Circles and Hand Me Downs, which I also bought. I purchased a vinyl back in was it February, I want to say, whenever the album dropped. And it was on back order 
or it was basically just a pre-order and that's supposed to come like next week. So I'm super psyched about that. Um, a song that I'm assuming is on your playlist because you loved the album was Smooth Sailing by Old Dominion. That was literally the first song that I added to this playlist that made me think of, uh, you know, easy listening. And I also added it to my spring playlist too. Um, let's see. Damn. Yours sounds a lot better than mine, honestly. I mean, I've got some some good productive music, but you've got some great songs on there. <laughs> I, t- I took my time. Um, it feels like more of a work in progress. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. Um, then I, I had a couple songs on here that are only instrumentals, which are still really oh. cool. Yeah, same. I love I love stuff like that. I have some EDM songs. I, I can't even really call it EDM. I, I don't even know what to call it, honestly. Robin Scholes, David Guetta, and Cheat Codes. It's a song called Shed a Light. I bet I could, I could probably listen to that song a hundred times in a row and not get tired of it. Um, I got The Morning by The Weeknd. And I don't know why this song popped in my head a couple weeks ago, but I forgot. There's no reason that this song has to be this good. I Try by Macy Gray. Yeah. That yeah. is an incredible song. Yeah, no kidding. And uh, that'll do for, for my playlist. Oh, I got to give a shout out to Ty. Ty went and saw Tyler Childers a couple months ago, and this band called Liz Cooper and the Stampede opened up for him. And they don't have a huge uh, catalog on Spotify, but there's a song called Motions that's really nice and chill. I would go to their self-titled album and give that a listen if you guys want to. It's from 2017. Uh, I think you you specifically would really enjoy it. Um, but I will kick it over to you, and we can go over your playlist. Um, I don't know why I associate these two songs together, but I tried by Macy Gray. Well, I, I know why I associate them, actually. I tried by Macy Gray and Babylon by David Gray. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. So that one is on my playlist. Um, you know who loves that song? Kirk Strasser. Really? Loves it. Well, I hope he gets a kick out of it uh, on this playlist. I think... The uh, the main theme that I was kind of going with, and like you said, I just kind of hit shuffle and whatever happened, happened. Um, mm-hmm. I was just trying to think about what I would want to have on in the background as I'm going through a typical work day. So I got a little Mozart. <laughs> That's <laughs> good for chat. working, though. Yeah, I mean, a lot of jazz throughout here. Chet Baker, Miles Davis, Dave Brubeck. Um, the other thing I realized is some of my favorite jazz is maybe not necessarily the most productive thing to listen to just because I like bebop and I know a lot of people, I'm probably alienating a lot of people at this point, but it's kind of all over the place and like, there's no real structure. It's a lot of impromptu notes and guys just wailing away. That's what I'm really into. I love that type of stuff. And um, so not a lot of that really fit into this playlist and i found Mm -hmm. myself kind of picking and choosing 
uh, some more calm jazz songs that I think people can still appreciate. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that I know people will get a huge kick out of is John Williams, the famous, um, you know, I was just about to ask you who that is for movies. Uh, he did, he's, he's done a ton of movies. I'm sure you've heard some of his work along the way, but you might be most familiar with his work on Harry Potter. Never seen it. You're fucking kidding me. I swear to God. You're fucking kidding me. I've never seen the only Harry Potter I've ever seen was the very first one. I saw it in theaters when I was, I had to have been like seven or eight. It's the only one I've ever seen. I've seen like, you know, 10 to 20 minutes of a movie here and there. Never seen it. That's unbelievable. Yep. Never seen Star Wars either. I've seen a couple of them. Okay, so I know what you should be watching for the rest of quarantine, but anyway, for the rest of our listeners who are normal people and who have seen the Harry Potter films, you'll appreciate a lot of the songs that I threw into the easy listening playlist. Oh, from... shit, he did Jaws? Yeah, man, he did a lot of stuff. Harry Potter, Star Wars, among many others. Wow, that's crazy. But I included a lot of songs from the first Harry Potter, The Sorcerer's Stone, I think that's a great song, great soundtrack to have on in the background. Actually, shout out to my coworker, David, for coming up with that one. <laughs> you know how on desktop you can see what people are listening to yeah. on Spotify? One day at yep. work, I'm going through it, and um, <laughs> my buddy David, who's sat a little bit away from me at work, is just listening to the Harry Potter soundtrack. So I said, what is up with that? And he said, you know... It it is a little bit weird at first, but once you have it on and you get in the groove, it can be uh, very relaxing and also nostalgic uh, for those of us, as I said, who are normal and who have seen the movies. Um, I think everybody's going to appreciate it. You know what we missed before we get going? Wow. Both both you and I. There's zero Sinatra on any of our playlists. Yeah. But you know what, I, I my reasoning for that is it is kind of more of a laid-back feel, but I get pumped up when I hear Sinatra. Do you? Yeah. I just want to smoke a cigarette. And I've never smoked a cigarette in my life. <laughs> but I, yeah, I want to I wanna drink whiskey and smoke a cigarette and put on a that's, suit. That, yeah, that's like party music to me. That gets me going. Yeah, I do love, you and I both, we love Sinatra. We do indeed. You know who else we love? Dr. Dre. Dude, yes. A couple of instrumentals from the 2001 album were included on Easy Listening. Um, I won't tell the people which ones. I'll just go let them find it out for themselves. But I think those are pretty cool pretty relaxing uh let you focus in on whatever you're doing for sure i was listening to that today i can't even remember i think it was let's get high i was listening to today that album is very underrated i mean it is because actually, it's dre and it's not the chronic you know yeah, it's not it's not underrated because like i mean you got prime eminem snoop was still fire 
at the time. I mean, you got Nate Dog, but yeah, that was at M's. You could argue that was almost Eminem's peak. And I don't know, it's also 23 songs and it's kind of get inundated with info, but I don't think 2001 gets talked about enough from Dre's standpoint. It does for Eminem's verses, but not from Dre's standpoint, I don't think. I, I think that's just because the chronic was so revolutionary. Yep. Uh, whereas, you know, 2001 expanded upon that and did some new things, kind of introduced mm-hmm. some new techniques and ideas, but not the way that chronic did. I would agree. He doesn't have enough shit on, he doesn't have hardly anything on his Spotify discography, yeah. which is a shame. Disappeared on me. I can't hear you. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Yeah, I was saying he doesn't have near as big of a discography as he should on Spotify. But well, man, that's because he won't put out any other fucking music. Well, he, <laughs> he's he so owned, secretive with it. He owns beat. Well, I'm talking about the Chronic isn't even on there, but he owns Beats. Oh, well, yeah. And Beats is owned by Apple, so that would make sense. Yeah. And it took Jay-Z however long for him to put all his shit on Spotify. So maybe one day we'll get it. Maybe one day. We can at least hope, right? I would say so. I have also some uh, Nathaniel Ratliff. Are you at all familiar with him? And the Night Sweats? I have some with the Night Sweats, and I have some without the Night Sweats. He's releasing his own uh, you know, solo music now, and it's a little bit more... You know, the Night Sweats is like, that rocks, but... Oh, yeah. Uh, Ratliff on his own. He kind of just busts out the acoustic and wails away. I, uh, I'm i not too familiar with his solo work, so I definitely would want to uh, dig into that. But I'm looking at his Spotify, playlist, or Spotify page with the Night Sweats, and it looks like he's got a live at Red Rocks album. So yeah, we're going to have to get into that. Yeah, uh, for those listening, if you don't know about Nathaniel Ratliff and the Night Sweats, please go listen to them. Uh, I may just have to make that homework for everyone this week. Um, But yeah, his new solo album, it is relatively new. It's uh, called And It's Still Alright. Anyway, got some songs from him and the Night Sweats that I think will be good to get you in the mood for work. And that's about it for now, at least. Like I said, work in progress. Uh, to be <clears> honest, <throat> I like your playlist a lot better. And I'm going to have to step my game up. Well, thank you. I really appreciate that. The one other thing that I wanted to mention as far as easy listing goes, I've been on YouTube uh, a little bit more than usual lately, and I found some really great accounts on YouTube that play music that is just so spot on for working mm-hmm. through a long day. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just going to shout out some uh, stations, channels, whatever you want to call them uh, that I've been listening to lately. Cafe Music BGM channel, Stacy, the Jazz Hop Cafe, Fantastic Music, uh, LTB Music, Chill Hop Music, and... Yeah, I will. Don't sleep, uh, don't sleep on uh, don't sleep on YouTube music. 
Yeah, it's weird. And we've kind of touched on this before. Like, for some reason, I don't tend to listen to music, uh, whether it's on YouTube or SoundCloud. I just, I don't know why. I haven't really ever caught on to that wave, but i kind of been catching the bug a little bit lately. So those are some channels that I've been listening to heavily over the past month. As I work from home, I will get some links out on Twitter. By the way, we should have mentioned how to uh, follow the show at the top here. Jazz, mm-hmm. why don't you shout us out there? We are at Broken Rex Pod on Twitter. And I'm, I don't know if I should make an Instagram or not. But I don't know. What are we going to put on Instagram, brother? You're right. I don't know. I was thinking more of sharing stories as opposed to posting shit on our page. But yeah, it's at Broken Rex Pod. Follow us there. I will uh, work on some links for these YouTube channels and also uh, both of our easy listening playlists. Mine's public. So you can go find it on Spotify. Or uh, just wait on that link um, yeah. on Twitter. Follow the uh, follow our playlist if you like them. That's completely fine. Or follow our yeah, uh, that'd be cool. Follow our Spotify pages because I'm always <laughs> posting for real. Because I'm always posting or not posting, but I'm always making new playlists. So like, um, let's see. So I bought a hammock a couple weeks ago, about a month ago. I think I mentioned this. Um, and so the weather's been nice and me and Ty have been out in the back like at night and we'll just kind of chill. And, you know, when the sun's going down, you're in a certain vibe. I said something stupid the other day. Um, something about like the vibe express is leaving the, the vibe express is leaving the stage and you better hop on. So we have a playlist <laughs> called Vibe Express, and it's a, a uh, um, what do we call that? Oh my god, collaborative playlist. There you go. And then I got like my, I've got some low key ones. We got my guilty pleasure ones, but just randomly, like I got party playlists on here, workout playlists, stuff from, stuff from like middle school that. I don't necessarily like I'll save it to my main play my main like liked songs, but also like every now and then I'll get in a mood where I just want to kind of be nostalgic and listen to that. So I, I got like four and a half hours worth of shit from like middle school and it's all like uh alternative stuff. Like none of it's rap. So I got my rap playlist too. So I got early uh, or I got two thousands rap and R and B 90s early 2000s like i got all kinds of shit so you guys you guys will have to follow me it's just chase spangler um it's it's connected through my facebook so it's easy to find me but speaking of uh, another playlist that we created hang on hang on hang on hang on all right you did all that talking about your playlist and i don't even get to brag about mine yeah please do i only want to mention one of them because one of my playlists is famous on spotify Oh, I can see that now. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, For whatever reason, I have a TI playlist simply called Tip Harris, and it has 809 followers. (laughs) And every time I check it, it's like 20 more people. 
<laughs> and I really can't tell you why this has caught on like wildfire compared to all of my other playlists have literally zero fucking followers. <laughs> so it I really good, don't though. know what the secret sauce is, whether it's the name, the selection of songs that I have. Uh, I don't know. But my tip Harris playlist is fucking famous. It is a very good playlist, too. I love T.I. Man, we'll have to get in. We'll we'll do a whole episode on Ti because we're gonna do a whole episode on early two thousands rap, and Ti will be a large part of that for sure. For you, yeah. Chase, let's talk. Did you also make a little playlist for the spring? I did. Um, it's another small one. It's about two hours long, hour and a half, two hours. Uh. A lot of this shit is repetitive. I'm going to be honest with you guys. It is, it is some overlap. Yeah. Like that Ernest album that I was talking about or the mm-hmm. Ernest EP that I was talking about, pretty much that entire thing is on here. Um, I lied when I said that Smooth Sailing by Old Dominion was the reason I started that easy listening. It was actually my spring playlist that made me start that. Um, wow. There was a new song that came out with Gunna and Young Thug called Quarantine Clean. Oh boy. And I fuck with that song heavy. <laughs> um I know you love Cameron. Yeah, goddamn right. So I had Cameron in here, oh boy, which I could get into some more. I like I think Cameron for some reason that New York sound uh, it, the New York rap early 2000s is is very good for springtime unless we're talking like 50 cent and shit like that that's just that's like workout music um <laughs> more harry styles of course uh got some Khaled in here cal and i associate Khaled with or khalid however you guys pronounce it however he pronounces it, i'm still not sure but when his album came out last year in the spring yeah. That's all I listened to for like three months straight. That was my favorite album of last year. And I know we talked about it, but I love Khaled. So I always associate with his sound with spring. So it may not even be. Uh, yeah, no, I think you're pretty spot on there. I'd say they're, uh, you know, they fit together. Well, good. Um, Let's see. There was two, three, four songs that I heard today. They were all loose songs. I don't even remember how I heard it, but this song called The Best Part by Young Mister, I posted it on my Instagram story. It is phenomenal. That um, Swamp Dog song called Lonely, which I heard that off of High Fidelity, which that's a great song. Um, Second Nature by Stalking Gia. That's more of like a uh, instrumental type song that you just throw on in the background. Um, are you familiar with Mr. Wives at all? Yeah, a little bit. So I got Reflections on here, which I believe is is their most popular song. But that song will always get me in a good – even though like if you look at the lyrics, it's a sad song. That song will always put me in a good mood. <laughs> yeah, it really is when you look at it. <laughs> but the way that they made it doesn't sound sad at all. Yep, yep, you're right. <laughs> I got uh... – Amazing how music can do that. That's I know. That's one of the things that I love about music. I probably listened to this song 30 times before I realized that it was actually a sad song. Yeah. Because when you first listen to songs, I don't know about you, but 
least in my mind, I'm listening to the music first. And then as I listen more and more, I hear more and more of the lyrics. Yep. Yep. So and yeah. when you're dealing with people that are like English or people who have certain accents, you don't necessarily pick up on certain stuff that they're saying. You know what I mean? A little bit tougher, isn't it? Yeah. She always, um, and on that same tune, uh, I got a song called your new twin size bed by death cab, which that's also got like an upbeat, uh, sound to it, but it's also really fucking depressing when you actually listen to it. But I like that. Now then really, I just finished it off with a bunch of country, uh, some Morgan Wallen, some Luke Combs, some Hardy. Um, and then there was two songs that I wanted to touch on. The song called Keep It Gold by Surfaces, which Surfaces' biggest song is Sunday Best, which everybody knows about that. Um, you may not know off the top of your head, but as soon as you play it, you'll know it. Uh, but this song called Keep It Gold by Surfaces is really good. Um, that always puts me in a good mood. I love listening to that when I'm driving into work. And then there's a really cool song with a really nice beat to it. Uh, Tory Lanez is the one who sings on it, but Keys and Crates is the one who produced it. It's called Music to My Ears. That's really sick. I uh, I highly suggest you specifically listen to that song. Uh, I've never heard shit from Keys and Crates. I don't know who they are, and I don't even know how I found out about that song. But uh, I like Tory Lanez. I didn't at first, uh, but I really like Tory Lanez. He's got a nice voice, got a nice vibe. Um, makes a really He makes really good party music, but that song is really cool too. It's towards the bottom of my playlist, and I'll post that. But if you're not looking at it, you can uh, you can see that as well, but that's uh, that's about it for me. You mentioned there's a lot of overlap for you, and it's funny because I'm noticing some overlap from your easy listening playlist to my mm-hmm. spring playlist. So you mm-hmm. mentioned two Moon Taxi songs. I remember one of them was Rooftops. What was the other one? Um, I don't remember enough. I'll have to go back and look at it. Um, it wasn't all day, all night though. That's the other no, one. It was ready to go. Okay, yeah. So I have rooftops and all day, all night on my spring playlist. Um, like you're saying, it's just it's hard not to kind of get into that cheery, easy, laid back. Weather's getting nicer. Let's go outside type vibe when you're listening to Moon Taxi. Yep. I've also got Jungle. I know that's a band that I've talked about before on the show. A couple songs from them. Some real estate, obviously. Um, I've mentioned they are, uh, you know, a great fit for this vibe as well. Ricky, don't lose that number by Steely Dan. I know, you know, that song and it's a fucking classic. I love that song. Oh man. You're going to break my heart. If you've never seen Harry Potter and you've never heard Ricky, don't lose that number. I can't take two blows like that in one show. All right, I'm I'm queuing it up right now. I'm gonna try to listen to it in the background. You get back to me. Um, how I'll long? How long does it have to play for me to recognize it? Um, you know the intro of the song you probably won't recognize. Like fast forward into like the middle. Okay, I'll do that. Right. Oh, you disappointed me. <laughs> I don't know if I know this. Uh well, you should know it. Um, that's a throwback. That's a great song. My dad's not a huge Steely Dan guy, and I never really got into that kind of stuff. Oh, that's, but 
now's your I chance. Just add, I just added it to my likes, and I it sounded good the first 40 seconds of what I listened to. Give it a legitimate listen. Uh, I will. I promise you won't be unimpressed. Tom Meesh, another artist that I think is just perfect for this time of year, and the music that he produces is perfect um, for what's going on right now. You're just hanging at the crib, nothing to do other than work and listen to music. Um, also got some Mac Miller on here. That song earth with future. Uh, yeah. It's future, but um, I really like that song. And I think it's perfect for the springtime. You uh, passed over an absolutely incredible song. How bizarre. Yes. <laughs> that is a good one, isn't it? That song will get anybody's toes tapping. Yeah, that is a summer jam, and I uh, I like to sneak it into the springtime just to uh, extend the plays that I can. It's it's not something that I can listen to when it's not nice weather out. Mm-hmm. But if the weather is nice and that comes on, it's hard to. Uh, oh man, is it good? Remote. I've also got we talked about overlap. Also got some Kendrick from Section Eighty. Hold up, Rigor Mortis. Uh, an Absol's outro, just because I think that's something that's kind solo. of uh, yeah, it's like all over the place. Obviously, Solo comes in with some some crazy shit as always, and a band that I discovered a little while ago and kind of fell off with, and now I'm back listening to The Dip. Um, it's. Uh, I want to say Motown, but I feel like that's just a little bit too easy. It's it's not big band, but they've got some actual instruments, some brass instruments in there. Uh, very smooth vocals, and I think uh, great easy listening and springtime music. So that actually, I'm going to make um, everybody's homework this week. Listen yeah. to The Dip, and they've got two albums out right now. I'm going to prescribe their self-titled album, The Dip, from 2015. Okay. Big Band, I was getting ready to say that about uh, Nathaniel Ratliff, is that's what I like about them, is the fact that they use like a, a full band, and they use the yeah. the brass instruments and, and shit like that. That's I love I love that sound. It's not only quality of sound, it's quantity. And that's not often something that we talk about mm -hmm. uh, because normally bands, you know, standard band, you got vocals, guitar, bass, drums. You might have some keyboards, maybe another guitar, um, but that's pretty much it. That's pretty standard. And then obviously hip hop, things are pretty much um, unlimited, I would say, but you don't get yeah. a whole lot of mass sound the same way you would with some of the bands that we're talking about here, the night sweats and the dip um, really kind of even moon taxi in a way, in some of the songs, the way that they incorporate some different genres, they use a lot of different stuff. Like they have like, they do, they have very, um, not Hawaiian vibes, but tropical vibes. I don't even know what, the, like they have maracas, they have tambourines. What's that thing called? Um, it's a big metal bowl, and you can hit the inside of it with a mallet. You know what I'm talking about? Like a steel drum. It's kind of like a steel drum, but it's bigger 
that doesn't get used enough, and I think they use that very well. And if anybody um, knows what that is, um, give us a name. Yeah, please. So I'm going to say I, I can't say I know what the hell you're talking about. Yeah. We'll finish uh, finish rounding this up because the the two final songs are are great songs that uh, especially the the Leon song. That's one of oh. my favorite songs of his. Yeah, so I mean, I wasn't going to mention them, but yeah, Leon Bridges, if it feels good, then it must be. That's a very bouncy song. and just Oh, dude, that gets me moving. Yeah, get your foot tapping for sure. And this was just something that I added today, actually. For some reason, uh, Make Me Wanna by Thomas Rhett came through my head, and I couldn't get it out, so I added it to the playlist. I think it fits in nicely here as well. Yeah, it definitely does. It's a definitely uh, a good way to, to round everything out. Yeah, but, uh, that's it for me. Um, why don't you give us homework and then we can uh, sign off for the week. Man, if, uh, if I was going to give you guys homework, I suppose I'll give you the John Mayer Live at the Nokia Theater album. Put that on while you're working. Put that on while you're cleaning the house. Whatever you're doing, it's perfect to listen to. It's a lot of very recognizable songs. Um, if you're my age, it's stuff that you know we grew up hearing on the radio and stuff like that, as well as some of his deeper cuts. And you also get to hear how incredible of a guitar player that dude is. He might be... I mean, him and Gary Clark Jr. are probably the two greatest guitar players of our generation. And you really get to hear him do it on the electric, on the acoustic. You can hear his vocals and just hear how incredible of a musician from top to bottom he is on that album. So I would say John Mayer, Where the Light Is, live at the Nokia Theater. Bang. Excellent. Can't wait for that. I should also mention, I wanted to bring it up last week, but we had Nate on and I didn't want to steal from his spotlight. But I was talking to our friend Myla, a good friend of the show here. She was catching up on some past episodes and she was absolutely shocked and horrified that I don't like Beyonce. So I told her that we would um, create a little Twitter poll and get people to weigh in. And then we would bring back those results for uh, discussion on the show. So look out for that. I will uh, I will get that up on Sunday. Why don't we do that over That's Sunday good. and Monday? And then we can come back and record on Tuesday. And then, uh, yeah, Sounds I think that will work. Nice. Sounds good to me. Do you, do you like... Is there a replacement for Beyonce? Like you like someone more than like if you do you like Rihanna more than you like Beyonce, or is there another act that you like more than Beyonce that you kind of hold them to in the same regard, or you just not like her? I do. I will say this. I think Beyonce talent wise is undeniable. Right? She there's sure. nobody really that can do what she does, but. That being said, I don't, I don't really enjoy what she does with the talent that she has, like the music that she actually produces, what she does mm-hmm. with her voice. Right. I don't necessarily like it. It's not for me. Yeah, I, I was just trying to figure out how we're going to form the question because I don't yeah, want to be like a, do you like Beyonce? Yes or no? Like, is it yeah, Beyonce no, or whatever? 
there's going to be some nuance in there and some actual options for some thoughts. Um, but I just wanted to let people know so that they were looking out for that. I will say um, Mariah Carey comes to mind as somebody whose music I enjoy more. And I think she's wow comparable from a talent standpoint. Um, also Adele comes to mind. Mm. Just in terms of, I'm thinking of just a vocalist, you know, obviously they're not in the same lane. uh, But, you know, in terms of vocals, I think those are the three top dogs for me. I get that. Well, we're probably going to get a new Adele album here soon because she just took uh, about a $140 million hit in her recent divorce. So, you know, yeah. she's going to have some content to be writing on there. But, yeah, um, I think uh, a poll would be a great idea. And moving forward, uh, give us some ideas of some polls that you would like to put one thing up against the other. Um, that sparked some ideas in my mind that I was thinking of that we'll probably throw out there that Mitch and I can talk about off air. Um, but, you know, would love to open up everything um, to kind of embrace debate, it could potentially spark some new show ideas. Um, but as always, uh, share your ideas with us, maybe whether it be ideas for the show, like TJ is the whole reason that we're doing this episode, the theme for this episode. So um, exactly, we will listen and, you know, would love to, to hear from you guys. Yeah, I know. Going along with what you're saying, I know we've talked about in the past doing an artist versus artist show, uh, comparing an artist's two best albums in our minds and kind of comparing and contrasting those, seeing which ones we like better. Um, Stuff along those lines, if you have artists or albums or genres, anything in particular that you want to talk about, let us know. And as you can see, as we've evidenced here today, we'll get on the show and talk about it. All right. Well, I think that's all I got. So my final words, follow us at Broken Rex Pod on Twitter. Please rate and review the show. Um, we are on Apple Podcasts, which the link should be in our bio. Um, if you want to follow me on my personal page, it is at Chase, so C-H-A-I-5-E underscore. And I'm going to kick it over to Mitch. I'm going to sign off just by saying I know there's a lot of craziness going on. Apparently, we're supposed to just stay home and chill. So stay home, chill, listen to the Broken Rex podcast, Broken Records podcast. Follow at Broken Rex pod on Twitter. Join in the fun and we'll see you along the way. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Peace. Peace.